We received a box of 116 body samples. The samples consisted of bone and tissue, and in some cases, a hair sample. And those samples were numbered from 1 to 116. We were then requested to do DNA profiles on those samples so that the DNA profiles could be compared to family members' DNA profiles to see how the matches worked. In other words, if you have a mother that has been deceased and you have two daughters, then you can match the mother to the DNA profile of a sample to the two DNA profiles of the daughters and then one can, together with certain physical features of the body, determine that that body is Mrs. X. Who collected the control samples from a family member's here in South Africa? The control samples of the family members were collected by, I'm not sure whether it is the police forensics laboratory or the Department of Health, but I imagine it's a team combined between the Department of Health and the police forensics laboratory. So what did they do? Now, their people collected the samples of the family members and documented, as well as what they could, the relationship between them. In other words, if there was a child body, they would ideally want the mother and the father and one or two or three direct family, okay, brothers and sisters. Those DNA profiles were completed by the police forensic services and when we completed our part of the DNA profiling, they requested us to help matching the family members to a number of a sample that we received. So the concept that you must have, you have a tissue sample with a number and you have a DNA profile. Now you have X number of family members of different families, okay? 116 families, and each of them have X number of profiles. Now you have to take the samples DNA profile and go to each one of these families and see if it matches. If you find a match, you can determine a relationship with that family. And then, together with physical features, you can make an identification of that body and that sample gets a name. And that sample is connected to a number on a body bag and I imagine a body in the body bag. How accurate was the body sampling? That I really don't know. My understanding is that process of tissue sample was done extremely carefully. We now have one family on the East Rand saying that they don't have a correct body. What is the chances of that happening? Look, I won't say it is impossible. I won't say it is impossible. But it is highly, highly, highly unlikely. You must remember, as I stated many, many times in the media, we have to work 100%, 110% accuracy because we cannot afford to make a mistake. This is a case of a mother. The mother's DNA profile matched 
perfectly with two daughters and taking into consideration a family member's DNA profile, which we accept will be the same mother and same father as the body. We use to identify the body. Now, you must understand the DNA profile obtained on the sample with a particular number was related to the DNA profiles of family members who had a surname. And there was no other family that had a close match to those samples. So you are 100% sure of a match? All that we can say is the sample that we had with a number was matched to that family. That we are 100% certain. This family claims there was a gap in this person's teeth that they couldn't see now. How can that occur? One must also remember that these bodies taken out below tons of rubble. It's a building consisting of tons of building material that collapsed onto the bodies. You know what a motor car looks like when it's been in a serious accident. Sometimes you can't even identify the make of the car. With the building material that's fallen on these bodies, you must remember that there are compound and compressed fractures which will form the body and I imagine the Department of Health would have explained to them these bodies you might not recognize the person 